You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 103, How to Show Up and Truly Live. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love, or back in love, with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, you guys. Thanks for being here today. We're going to talk about feeling alive. And I didn't even do this on purpose, but coincidentally, that title fits perfectly with a really exciting milestone I'm celebrating this week. So this week, Bold Nurse Society, my membership coaching program, is having a birthday. It's turning one year old, or at least when you guys are listening to this, actually, it'll have just turned one year old. So April 6th is Bold Nurse Society's birthday. And it's kind of funny, like I feel like I have a relationship with not just the members in my business, which I do, and I'm so proud of them and love them, but I have this relationship with Bold Nurse Society itself as if it's this person that I'm celebrating the birthday of. And so I've been really looking forward to celebrating this day for a while. And it's been kind of interesting, though, because this week I haven't been feeling quite like I expected, quite like I imagined it. So on the one hand, I've been feeling super excited, super proud and just loving this milestone, just everything it represents, the growth that the members have experienced, the growth that I've experienced as I've gone through this. So it's just been this really exciting thing to reflect on and celebrate. But at the same time, I have other things going on in my life too. And I had an experience this week that brought on, or I should say my thoughts about it, brought on some feelings of grief and sorrow and compassion and a whole bunch of different emotions that are like way on the other side of the spectrum. So it's been really interesting watching myself this week go from, you know, one minute being pumped about plans for Bold Nurse Society and feeling proud and having these accomplishments and celebrating my members and all of this like really feel good buzzing emotions. And then sometimes even just minutes later, feeling the grief and sorrow and all of that on the other side of the spectrum. And that may come as a surprise to some of you guys. I think a lot of times people think as a coach that I am just happy all the time. I teach these tools to you guys so you can manage your emotions, so you can minimize stress and overwhelm and sorrow and all that discomfort. But it's not to erase it. And so just like we're not going to erase it from your lives, I still experience all those emotions in my life. I am not a robot, okay? (laughs) And I'm glad I'm not a robot. But I think sometimes that comes as a shock to people. Like the other day I posted on Instagram and it was this post about laundry. And I was saying how Laundry isn't that powerful. That's something I like to remind myself of because sometimes on my days off from work, I look around 
and the house is a total mess and I start to feel overwhelmed. And I think if the house were just clean, then I could relax. And so basically what I was saying in this post is laundry is not that powerful. Laundry isn't creating my emotions. It's just sitting there minding its own business. But then when I start having thoughts about it that are shaming myself or having self-pity or telling myself I should be doing better or I should go clean up, all of those things, that's what creates the negative emotions I feel. That's when I feel overwhelmed or stressed out. And so that's what this post was about. And at the end of it, I said, but today I'm going to opt out of all of that because our thoughts are optional, right? I can choose to not indulge in all of those thoughts and I can have a great day whether or not I decide to clean. And so that's what I said at the end of this post. And then someone commented on it and they, I think, genuinely were asking the question, but they said, do you really do that though? Like, are you really able to separate yourself from the laundry and not feel overwhelmed? Was kind of the question they were asking with it. And my answer, which is an honest answer, was some days better than others. Some days I don't let it bother me at all. Like that particular day, I was totally fine. I ended up cleaning up a little bit because I wanted to and I had the time and but it wasn't like out of shame and guilt, but I didn't clean up everything perfectly and the mess really didn't bother me. I could have fun. I could be relaxed. I could be present with my family and it was all good. But sometimes it doesn't work quite that way. Sometimes the mess is there and I feel overwhelmed and I feel some self-pity or resentment. But the thing is, I keep the ownership of it. So that's what I teach my Bold Nurse Society members to do. And that's what I do in my own life. I keep the ownership for my emotions. I say this is only because of sentences in my brain. So I remember laundry isn't that powerful. I'm creating it. But sometimes I choose to create emotions that don't feel very good. And so that's what I was doing this week But they were emotions that I wanted to feel, even though they were uncomfortable, like grief and sadness and compassion and all that. It was uncomfortable, but it felt cleansing and appropriate for the situation. And I wanted to feel that way. And so as a coach, I am not immune to uncomfortable emotions and I don't want to be. I think sometimes we think that the goal in life is to be happy all the time. To have things be neat and clean and perfect and get rid of sorrow or discomfort and feel confident and good about ourselves. I think a lot of times we think that that is the goal. So if that's your goal in life is to feel happy all the time, I want to see if I can talk you out of it this episode. (laughs) No, I don't want to talk you out of it, but I just want you to know that if that's what you're hoping for, I am not the coach for you because I haven't figured out how to do that, nor do I want to do that. And I don't think it's the best thing for any of us because I don't think that's a full life. I think a full life isn't feeling happy all the time. It's feeling all of it. So I don't know if it was just because it was Easter this week or what, but this quote from the Velveteen Rabbit came to my mind. So I don't know, had bunnies on my mind, I guess. But there's this quote. It's probably the most famous quote. As I was looking it up, there's tons of little Etsy 
printouts you can get of this quote that are really cute and you can put on your wall or whatever. But there was this quote from the Velveteen Rabbit I wanted to share with you guys about being real. What I think represents real life. So this is what it says. Real isn't how you are made, said the skin horse. It's a thing that happens to you. When a child loves you for a long, long time, not just to play with, but really loves you, then you become real. Does it hurt? Asked the rabbit. Sometimes, said the skin horse, for he was always truthful. When you are real, you don't mind being hurt. Does it happen all at once, like being wound up, he asked, or bit by bit? It doesn't happen all at once, said the skin horse. You become. It takes a long time. That's why it doesn't happen often to people who break easily or have sharp edges or who have to be carefully kept. Generally, by the time you're real, most of your hair has been loved off and your eyes drop out and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter at all because once you are real, you can't be ugly, except to people who don't understand. So today I want to help you guys have a real life to really be alive. And I'm not saying you have to get worn out and shabby, but you have to come off the shelf. So my daughter, Evelyn, she's three years old. You guys, I know I talk about her all the time. She's kind of my world, okay? (laughs) I'm not going to stop. But my daughter, she has this owl. It was given to me at my baby shower when I was pregnant with her. And her nursery was woodland themed. And so this owl fit in perfectly with the nursery decor. And so ever since she was born, I put this owl up on a shelf way out of reach to be part of the decor in her nursery. And so she saw that owl for a long time. When she was in her crib, she could see it sitting up there on the shelf. When she was in her changing table, it was right above her. When we were in a rocking chair, she could see the owl. So all these months, she was just looking at the owl and it was staying up on the shelf in perfect condition. It looked brand new. But one day, my husband got the owl and brought it down to her and she lit up and gave it a big hug. And ever since that day, Owl has been her best buddy. If we go on trips and she can only bring one stuffy, that is the buddy she brings along. It's always Owl. One time we were traveling and we accidentally left Owl at her cousin's house. And we were like, we need you guys to ship that to us. That is a buddy that can't just be left behind. Like, we're not going to shrug that one off. We need him back. So that Owl has been very loved. He's been through a lot. He's needed to be washed a few times and he's kind of a little bit grungy looking now. He's not this perfect owl like he was when he was up on the shelf, but he has lived the best life of any stuffed animal I know. (laughs) He has been so loved and that's what I want for my life. I don't know what you guys want for your life, but I know sometimes we think What we want is to be happy and perfect and neat and to have things play out exactly how we want all the time. We don't want to feel all the uncomfortable emotions. But what I want for my life is to come off the shelf and be willing to experience all of it and be real and alive and have a complete human experience. 
So this week, as I was going through these different experiences and feeling the spectrum of emotions, I thought of the phrase emotional roller coaster. That's what we often say, right? I'm on this emotional roller coaster. And usually that is not a very good thing, right? Like we're not saying it like, woo, I'm on an emotional roller coaster. We're like, this is awful. Get me off. But that's not how I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? An emotional roller coaster is exactly what I want. Because think about if life was like going on those little kid rides, Like it's a small world where you just go in a circle and it's the same song on repeat. That wouldn't be a very exciting life. Like we would get bored pretty quickly or those little rides that just kind of bob up and down. We want the highs and the lows and we want things to be unpredictable. And that's what makes it exciting. That's why we get excited about roller coasters, because it's unpredictable, because there's big changes, because we're getting tossed around a little bit. And so I want to suggest to you that if you're on an emotional roller coaster in your life, we can go with the emotions, we can lean into them instead of resisting them, just like when we're on a roller coaster. And even though it's kind of scary sometimes, It is, right? When life is unpredictable and when things happen and we don't know the future, it can be kind of unpredictable and scary. But that is what makes it interesting and exciting. Like think about all the fairy tales. So my daughter, she's getting to an age now where it's really fun to show her movies from my childhood like Lion King and Toy Story and even like Finding Nemo and some of those more recent ones, because now she can understand them a little better and she laughs at the jokes. And so it's really fun to show her all these movies. But when you think about fairy tales like Cinderella and Snow White and Sleeping Beauty, at the end, it's always like, and they lived happily ever after. But here's the thing, you guys. That's the boring part. That's why no movies are made about happily ever after. Sometimes there's a sequel, but things aren't happily ever after because that wouldn't be very interesting. The interesting part is when things aren't always happy. When people experience problems and challenges, things don't work out the way they were hoping and they feel sorrow and they have joy and excitement too, right? But it's that whole roller coaster of emotions. And that's what makes it worth watching. That's what makes life worth living. That's when we are truly alive, when we experience all of it. So once we decide that's not a problem to experience all of the emotions, then we can come off the shelf. If in our lives we want to stay neat and clean and perfect, we have to stay on the shelf. We have to stay in the box, in the package, because as soon as we come out, things might get a little messy. And so when we're afraid to experience uncomfortable emotions, that's what we do. We stay up on the shelf. But when we realize that that's not a problem, that it's not dangerous, then we're willing to come down and play. So we take on goals that maybe scare us a little bit. 
or a lot. Because we know that being scared isn't a problem, that feeling uncomfortable emotions isn't dangerous. Like, yes, we can totally minimize that. We can get rid of thoughts that aren't serving us, that are making us more terrified. Like, we can tone it down. But if we're just willing to be kind of terrified and do things that stretch us and push us, then we're coming off the shelf. Now, I'm not saying that that should be your test. Like, does it scare me? Okay, I should do it. That's not what I'm saying. But if your only reason for not doing it is because you're fearing uncomfortable emotions, we can work on that. I can help you understand that you are totally capable of feeling those uncomfortable emotions and I can teach you how to do it. So if you have other reasons you like, like you're like, I really want to do this goal, but I'm scared. That's not a problem, my friend. If you have other reasons you like for not doing the goal, like you're like, I'm scared and I just am not really that interested in it. Or I really like how things are going in my life right now and I am happy and I don't really want to grow in that way at this moment. Then that's totally fine. But if fear is the reason, like the main reason you're not doing it because you don't want to feel disappointed or embarrassed or overwhelmed, we can work with that. And you can come off the shelf and show up in your life in bigger ways. That's how Bold Nurse Society was created. When I first got started and looking into being a coach, it wasn't like, oh, I totally believe in myself. I know I can do this. I was scared too. So if you're scared to be a charge nurse, or you're scared to go back to school and be a nurse practitioner, or you're scared to start a business, or you're scared to take a leap in a relationship even, that's okay. That's totally normal. But we can bring fear with us and do it anyway. So if you want to be a charge nurse, or you want to become a nurse practitioner, don't wait until you're like, I am 100% confident I can achieve this goal and I can do it without any struggle. Like if you're waiting for that day, it will never come. But if you're willing to be kind of scared or kind of disappointed or feel real true sorrow at times, then you can do those goals anyway. And so those emotions don't have to hold you back. If we're willing to come off the shelf, then we can show up in our lives more authentically. So the experience I had this week that I mentioned before, to give you guys a little more context, I was going through a transition in a relationship with one of my friends. And we had to have some uncomfortable conversations. But they were beautiful conversations because we were showing up from this place of authenticity and we were vulnerable. So when we first started talking, what I said to her was, I feel peaceful about what I'm about to share with you, but I also feel sad. And I also feel kind of nervous that I'm not going to say it right. And so I felt this wall come down because I leaned into those uncomfortable emotions. How often at work do we not want people to see our true emotions? 
We're like, I don't want the charge nurse to know I'm kind of overwhelmed. I don't want anyone to know that I'm kind of embarrassed or grieving or feeling these uncomfortable emotions, right? We want to seem strong. We want to seem confident. We want to seem like we have it all together. And while, yes, we do need to maintain some professionalism, and there are times when it's appropriate to talk about certain things, it's always appropriate to feel how you're feeling. Because feeling an emotion doesn't mean you react to it. If you're feeling sad, it doesn't mean you have to go and bawl your eyes out. You can, right? If you need to do that, you totally can. There's no shame in doing that, but you don't have to. But you can just feel an emotion and lean into it and process it without trying to cover it up so much. And when we do, then we show up more authentically in our lives. Then we can have a conversation with our charge nurse about how we are feeling overwhelmed, how maybe we need some help with some certain things. We don't have to keep pretending that we know it all, that we're comfortable. It's okay. It's okay to be uncomfortable sometimes. The last way I want to talk about coming off the shelf is that when you do, or if you decide to, if you're like, I'm going to show up more in my life, I'm going to be willing to experience some uncomfortable emotions. One thing I want you to know is that you might not know how it's all going to work out. Coming off the shelf is unpredictable. You might not know what's going to happen next or how you're going to achieve that goal or how everything's going to play out. But that's what makes it exciting. Just like the roller coaster, right? You don't know the twists and turns. That's what makes it fun. But you can just move forward. You can take that one step. I'm coming off the shelf now. I'm taking one step. And then you get to figure out the how as you go. So for you new grads or almost new grads, right? I know we have some people graduating from nursing school, some coming up. If you're a new grad, you might be feeling kind of nervous about starting a new job. When you graduate, there are so many unknowns. You don't know what job you're going to have. You don't know how it's going to play out. And I know that's a really nerve-wracking time for people. But what if we just let go of all that? We were like, it's okay. That's what living is. It's finding out what happens next. Just like watching the movie, we don't want to know how everything plays out. If everyone was telling you like before something happened, like, oh yeah, now Cinderella, her stepsisters are going to tear her dress apart. Then when it happens, you wouldn't be like, oh, this is so interesting, right? You'd be like, oh, why'd you ruin it for me? So in your life, you get to have unexpected things happen and that's okay. You don't need to know how it's all going to play out as you start a new job. You just get to start your job, make your most educated decision about what sounds like a good fit to you, about what sounds interesting to you, what you want to do, but then just go along for the ride. And that's when life happens. That's when magic happens, you guys. When we have our best laid plans, sometimes those plans are actually kind of boring. We think that's what we want in our lives, but when our lives go off script, when it's not what we're planning for, that's when it can get really exciting. So let's lean into it. Let's come off the shelf. Let's be willing to dream big. 
Let's be willing to experience all the discomfort and all the joy and all the chaos and the unpredictability and excitement that comes along with being human. That is truly living. Being a human is amazing. It's messy sometimes. You get a little tattered, but that's all part of the beautiful experience. All right, you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for celebrating with me the birthday of Boldner Society. And before I sign off, actually, I want to tell you that to celebrate Boldner Society, I've got a fun little giveaway over on my Instagram account. So if you guys aren't following me at Thriving Nurse, this would be the time to head over there. I am giving away, in honor of Boldner Society's birthday, a free one-month membership to Boldner Society, along with all the bonuses that come with it. So in Bold Nurse Society, I've got a course called Master Your Money. That's a bonus course that helps you pay off your student loans faster or achieve whatever your financial goals are. I've got the Thriving Nurse Meal Strategy that lays out healthy meals for your shifts. That makes it really easy to cook delicious, healthy meals. And then I've also got just some fun little goodies for you guys, like this cute mug and some bath bombs and lotion and fun stuff. So head over to my Instagram account at Thriving Nurse. Make sure you follow me on there and you'll see the post where this giveaway is going on. So if you want to get in on that, head over there before it ends. All right, you guys. Thanks for being here. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Take care. Who's your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be honored to be your coach. Come join me in Bold Nurse Society, my virtual coaching program where I help nurses build unshakable confidence, create meaningful relationships, manage stress, and intentionally create a career and life they love. Each month we dive deep into these areas of personal growth through our monthly class and live coaching calls. You'll have access to me to ask questions anytime and you'll get access to special bonus courses I know you'll love. Everything I've created is through the lens of the nursing lifestyle, so it's realistic and convenient for nurses. So whether you're a day shifter, a night shifter, a parent, or busy with other adventures, Bold Nurse Society is designed to fit your lifestyle. So if you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the next level, come hang out with me in Bold Nurse Society. Go to thrivingnurse.com forward slash work with me to learn more. I can't wait to see you there.